Sarah Brady of Iron Fire. I'm here just after the 2023 Hard Rock 100 with third woman Annie Hughes. Annie, congratulations. How do you feel? Oh, thank you so much. I feel tired, but good. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Um, such an amazing achievement. So I seen you out on the course and it looked like you had a difficult day. So you're just the absolute queen of powering through. Um, so just kind of to talk about the early miles, like, did you start to feel like a little bit off from early on or how was that? Yeah, I felt like I was like working harder than normal to keep up <laughs> um, with like, you know, the pace I wanted to run and, you know, the women in front of me. So, um, yeah, it just felt like a harder effort than normal to, and then, you know, things kind of started to go wrong. <laughs> um, so like st upset stomach and then breathing issues. Um, so kind of a, all the ultra running things. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly normal ultra running stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Was it around Handy's Peak or somewhere like that where you had stomach trouble first? Um, yeah. So around Handy's I started to get really hot. Um, and then also, um, yeah, just dehydrated and, um, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. those kind of things. But the stomach didn't really happen until okay. um, much, or Camp Bird Road was where it really hit, um, yeah. right after your aid station, so. Okay. And the conditions were really difficult, I think, especially for yeah. someone who lives in Colorado and you've had such a massive winter and then you're running in a heat wave. So yeah. did you find the heat really hard? <laughs> I did. Yeah. The heat is always just really hard for me. Like that's always a big challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, to have the heat and then the breathing also started to affect me a bit um, on Handy's Peak. That's where that started. So mm -hmm. um, pretty early on as well. And, um, yeah, just <laughs> those little hurdles you have to get over to finish. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did so good. And, like, uh, there was, it was like a really strong women's field and it was it was pretty close. So did you share some miles with, like, Camino or Claire or anyone? And how was that? Oh, I didn't share many miles, but Claire was in front of me, um, for the first um, 15 or so miles mm -hmm. uh, and so yeah I caught up to her and chatted for a minute or two and um, then went past and uh, yeah I thought I'd see her again on the downhill she was really mm -hmm. like I catch up to her on the uphill and then she would go down and <laughs> drop me again so I thought I'd see her again but um, yeah it's just funny how that all yeah. works so you know, spend a lot of time alone like it's really mm -hmm. spaced out in these long ones okay and for you was like the downhill your strength throughout the day were you climbing better than you were descending I feel like it kind of went, yeah, up and down. Like uh, in the beginning, I was, felt stronger on the climbs and not as strong in the descents. And then towards the end, I felt a lot stronger um, on the descents just because I could breathe a little easier mm -hmm. on that pillow. It's like the breathing that was holding me back, um, okay. which is kind of frustrating because <laughs> it's like I could power up this so much faster if I could just breathe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that is really frustrating. And like you're a local, so and like we just said, it's been a big winter for you guys. So you're used to snow, but people were saying it was like the snow refroze and it was like really slippy out there. Yeah. Were you okay with that? Is that your comfort zone? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm used to you know um, running on the snow and you know crossing snowfields, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But um, yeah, there were a couple spots that were pretty sketchy, <laughs> especially on the climb coming out of Telluride. Um, there are a couple spots there where I was a little mm -hmm. <laughs> sketched out, but um, yeah, got got through it okay. And okay, <laughs> you did great. And was there any point where it kind of started to turn a corner and like you started to feel more comfortable or feel like you were a little bit safer in podium position? Yeah. Um, well, I guess it wasn't because I never, you know, really knew how far behind mm -hmm. the next female was. But um, yeah, in the last section or going in and the last climb and then you go down to Putnam and um that's the last aid station to the finish 
And going up on that last climb, we looked over and saw some um, a couple of runners cross the ridge, and I was like, I didn't know who it was. Yeah, and funny. yeah, <laughs> so I was kind of stressed, like, oh, is that the female behind me? Um, and so then I started like powering down the other side, and um, yeah, uh, didn't even stop at the next aid station, <laughs> um, but it ended up being a lot further than I thought. So I could have locked more, but I'm glad I, I pushed it. Like lit a fire and got to see like what I was really capable of so okay and you might have like felt better than you thought you did at that yeah. point then. yeah um and then did you stay very long in many of the aid stations or were you kind of just trying to get in and out as quick as you could all day yeah I feel like I'm always trying to like just get out as quick as I can but also mm-hmm. taking the time to like take care of myself um and yeah there were a couple of stops when my stomach really turned that I needed to spend a little bit longer just like to get some more food down and broth and all that kind of stuff but um for the most part like I was I felt like I got through them pretty good I think I had like 72 minutes total stops which for hard rock I feel like that's pretty good (laughs) that's a pretty dialed system all right um and then I know you've ran without pacers before for other like races like Havelino which is always obviously really different but I think you had pacers for this Mm -hmm. and do you think pacers are really important for something like this yeah I was so grateful I had pacers for this one it was just I just had a lot of like really low moments like some of the most moments I've experienced in mm-hmm. ultra running so um yeah I was just grateful to have friends that were you know so kind and patient and supported me through that and kind of saw me at my worst mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah and it's nice for your friends to get to share in this achievement as well I suppose um and then how did you feel when you eventually made it to the finish line oh my gosh it was so surreal like I've just you know dreamed of like kissing the rock and <laughs> all that it's just really special to be here and um yeah just have the opportunity to run and then to finish just like yeah massive achievement um and then afterwards I know you're not taking it easy for long you've got a pretty big race in Switzerland so you want to tell us about that a little yeah so I'm doing the Swiss Peaks 360k so it's 230 miles with 80,000 feet of climbing okay (laughs) um so yeah hard rock it's kind of a double dip because it's good training for um, Swiss Peaks, but it's also, you know, like this is like my, my A race of the season. I like, really yeah. wanted to nail it. So, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> big adventures ahead. So, yeah. <laughs> and like, you're so, you're so young for someone who's doing like such big, big ultras. So what is it that you love about like these really long things? <laughs> um, I just, I love the challenge of it. Um, and I don't know, I just feel like these longer distances just feel me mm-hmm. more. Um, like that's just what I enjoy yeah. doing. So, um, <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Okay, brilliant. Well, there's no better reason than if that's what you enjoy. (laughs) Um, So thanks so much and uh, enjoy a little bit of recovery before you get going again. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I will.